Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to another Out of Spec podcast episode. You join me and my dad to talk about charging. Big news, just an hour or two ago, Tesla said, hey, our connector's open. So, dad, you're up to speed on this. I'm really curious what this means for CCS vehicles, what it means for the future of charging, what it means for Tesla superchargers. And uh, I also posted on Twitter and we have uh, north of 150 comments already just of everyone sharing their thoughts and they're all over the board. This is really yeah. causing some havoc. So why yeah. don't you explain to us what Tesla's done to start? Yeah, yeah. So, so Tesla announced today the introduction of what they're calling the North America Charging Standard, NACS. Um, and they're claiming, and not not unright, not, not in a wrong way, they're claiming that it is already the largest charging standard in, in the country. Um, and, you know, the other large charging standard that we all know is CCS. And so, you know, in unpacking this whole press release that I saw today, what they've done is they have taken their North American charging standard and they've released a 30 page document. And what they're doing is they're giving this away to manufacturers of both charging stations as well as cars. And they're saying, here it is guys. Uh, I mean, they, they give everything in here, the schematics, um, all of the connectors, uh, the reason how it works. And it's an incredibly detailed document that allows you to really, if you want to, you know, in effect, offer your, whether it's a charging station or if it's the, um, or if it's a car, they're saying, use this standard because it's better. And you know what? It is. Last week when Kathy was trying to plug her, you know, the CCS cable into her GV60, the thing's so freaking heavy, she could barely do it. And I was like, ah, I got to help her here. Tesla, 
And, there, and it's funny because right next to the EA stations, there were some Tesla stations. And this woman who was like half Kathy's size, she walks up one handed. She's talking on her cell phone and plugs in the Tesla. So, you know, clearly it's it's an exciting thing that's out there. Now, here's what's really going on. They're saying use this standard. OK, world use this. Standard. Well, not world, but in the United States. And and the reason why they're doing this is because there's a lot of federal funding at stake here. And if you don't have or the, the only, one of the stipulations of the federal funding, and there's billions of dollars at stake here, is that your, your charging standard has to be able to charge more than one brand of car. Okay, that's it. So, so what they're doing is they're giving this away, in my opinion, which is going to help, I think, if charging manufacturers and also cars adopt that standard. We'll see if that's really something that they're going to go to. Um, but they're doing it to be able to, to receive billions of dollars of tax incentives so that they can actually expand the charging network out there. So what I thought when I first originally saw this, this message today is I thought that this was, okay, Tesla is announcing the adapter that's going to allow CCS cars to come and plug in at a Tesla station. That's not what is, is going on here. They're just making their they're opening up the, the if you will, the, um, the, the, all of the schematics and everything so that they're encouraging manufacturers um, to embed this technology in their, in their, um, in their universe of, of charging, uh, of how they want to charge. Now, there was a, a little while ago, Aptera, remember when we were in San Diego, we saw the Apteras over there. They had, they've been out um, putting a, 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 I guess they've got some kind of a, um, the, a letter to Congress and they've been, they've been, uh, they put a petition out and they've got, I think 40 or 50,000 signatures on there to be able to make the Tesla standard, what is now being called the North America charging standard, the standard in the country. And they're encouraging the U S government to endorse that. Now, the thing is that if Aptara puts the charging standard, this Tesla adapter on their cars, then Tesla's they're in, right? Because now all of a sudden they've got two different cars, two different brands. So they would be eligible to be getting the tax money. So I don't think it's just about tax money here. I think it's about really, you know, Tesla figuring out how they're going to, you know, continue this, um, this whole mission, if you will, uh, towards their, um, towards this, uh, you know, the standard of, of making sure everyone's driving electric. So, you know, that's my assessment of this. I think it's a big deal. Um, but it's you know how long it takes, Kyle, to, to design something into a charging station. I've heard that EVgo, um, you know, EVgo just released uh, there's on this theory, thesis of cross pollinization of all these different charging stations. Um, EVgo announced a new promotion, I think, a couple of days ago where you're actually you're able to use the CCS Combo One charging adapter and plug into one of their stations and it's plug and charge and they'll bill your credit card and i think that's cool right so that's more efficient as opposed to pulling up to an ea station in my tesla and having to open up the app and all of that so we're seeing these little announcements coming out here but this one today from tesla is a big one but it's not what i expected what i expected was that okay here's this adapter that you can now you know use if you have a gv60 or an ionic 5 or an id4 and you can plug into a tesla that's not what this is. This is much, I think it's a much longer term um, strategic decision of Tesla to open up their entire um, way of doing business. 
So you think it's financially driven. If you look at Tesla's original tweet, which I'm just going to pull up right here, they said, in pursuit of our mission, today we're opening up our EV connector design. And I've always said Tesla's mission is to sell electric cars, not yeah. whatever else they put on. Well, listen, they're, they're, it's a publicly traded company. They're for profit. It's not. And, and, I, and I do believe there's a lot of people that have this, you know, this uh, mission of, of making the planet better and all that. But here's the deal, right? It's all about the tax money that's on the table. And if they don't open this up, they're not going to. I mean, Kyle, it's like five billion dollars is on the table here that they can actually now. And, and, and so they won't and all take of that. They wouldn't go. No, they wouldn't get all of it. But think about it. If they got one, if they got the proportion of it that that is equal to how many charging stations they have versus all the others combined, they're going to get at least 55, 60 percent of it. Right. Well, so, I'm not totally sure how it's divvied up, but let's talk a little bit more about the actual higher level of Tesla opening up this standard. Yeah. It's been said for years that the Tesla standard has been open, just waiting for an automaker to use it. I believe Elon's tweeted about this. They've said they've opened up their patents. Why is this any different than what they've said in the past? I don't know. I mean, when I look at this document that they released today, are you telling me that this NACS North American charging standard document has been available to the public for years? I don't know that to be true. I'm just saying Tesla always left everyone with the perception, at least left me with the perception that anyone could just choose the Tesla connector if they wanted to. But then Aptera came along, was like, we want to use the Tesla connector and the superchargers and all this stuff. And that's when I was like, oh, wait, I thought Tesla had this already open. No one just chose to use it. So let's get beyond that. Let's say the technology is available, right? So I put a post on Twitter and there's a ton of comments out there. I'd like to share mine, my opinion on this really quick before we go through everyone else's, because I think it's important that we share everyone else's uh, opinions. So Mm -hmm. yes, from a user perspective, the Tesla connector is by far the easiest. That doesn't mean the cable will be any less thick than it is already on most CCS uh, connections out there. So I'm not sure the argument that the cable will be easier to manage. Oh, I see what you're here because we're talking just connector, not the rest of the wires going in. Um, so the connector, what's interesting is Tesla claims it can run 900 amp continuous without liquid cooling on the vehicle side, which is really cool. Um, they said that there's no current limitation to the standard. You can run whatever you want as long as thermal limits are within spec. And it's all outlined in that technical document. That's how I would do it too. So if you want a big spike of power, you can get it, but it's going to get hot real quick. Or if you want to have more long duration charging at medium power speed, you can do that. So I'm pleased that there's no like 500 amp limit like CCS has. But let's talk about CCS for a second, because that's what, you know, Chatamo is pretty much dead. Um, CCS is the future for the North American standard. At least it has been up until today. Almost every new car is coming with a J1772 plug on it that's electrified. Every pretty much battery electric has the CCS with the DC pins. Why would a competitor company, for example, Ford, GM, Rivian, BMW, Mercedes, why would they go and say, oh, our competitors, let's go with whatever they're doing? Uh, Do you think that's even likely or are we just going to see, is this too late in the marketplace too much. My feeling is that BMW is going to laugh at this and say, oh, we're sticking with CCS. And that just leads to more confusion in my eyes. 
we've always said CCS is the future. Tesla offers the adapter. We thought they were going to put CCS connectors on their superchargers. Perhaps they will still. This isn't saying they won't. But Tesla is basically like, hey, if you put our plug on your car, you can use our chargers. Uh, yeah, and I think that you're going to be able to use their chargers with an adapter that will come out at some point. Okay, and so th you think this isn't about that though. The adapter, the adapter will not get them access to the funds. Okay? Oh, is that true? Uh, yeah, because they're not. It's not embedded in. I don't believe that it's because it's embedded into, let's say, a charging station. It's one thing if you pull up to an Electrify America and you've got a, you know, a Tesla NACS. A da, you know, charging port on the on the. I just on the hate the name. Can we just agree that that's a dumb name? Because CCS has been the standard, and Tesla's been the oddball. Of course, the Tesla standard came out before J one seven seven two or CCS. That's why we don't have one. They needed you to know, get a car. You know what? You may hate the name, but I think it's a brilliant marketing move because it's the North American charging standard. It's a descriptive name. Whereas CCS, people are like, what does that stand for? Charging combo system, charging what? North American charging system or standard. It makes sense from a marketing standpoint. Now, I agree with you. To me, it's Tesla, right? It's Tesla. But I, I do think that what this, I think this, maybe I'm wrong, but I think this is economically motivated so they get more dollars from the federal government so they can expand the network even further and over time that's going to put pressure on the manufacturers to embed maybe both adapters in their cars or maybe they will switch over but i agree with you you know listen r&d takes years and years for someone to just shift and pivot so quickly and say okay guys here's the schematic here's everything go to town put it in your machine put it in your cars you know how long that's going to take it's like two, three years out, if right? not more. But that's if the thing. More. Is it too little, too late? Should they have, if they were going to do this, shouldn't they have done this 10 yes. years ago? Yes, they should have. And the reason they didn't is because I'm telling you, Kyle, I think it's economically driven. So let's All take right? a look at what some of our commenters had to say, because I, we can go on about our points on and on and on, but let's see what some of our, co our commenters say. So Sky yeah. says, who's a frequent commenter and uh, a really a knowledgeable person. I like his Can you make that bigger? My, at my age, I can't see anything here. How about Thank this you. here? Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. So All Sky right. says, Tesla hasn't supported bi-directional charging, whereas multiple manufacturers offer CCS1 solutions, literally going backwards, mostly because no bi-directional charging. So that's a downside of the Tesla connector. We don't know for sure if this connector can handle bi-directional charging or just hasn't up to this point. So that's an interesting point that we should research a little bit more. Uh, this is a comment right here that says, isn't EV adoption nationwide under 10%? So if you're going to pivot, now is the time to do it. And I've been saying this for a long time. It's every day that goes by makes it harder to pick one standard that we're going to go with. And honestly, I thought the easiest solution and still think the easiest solution is to all go CCS. But honestly, I think right now is like the last chance. If we're going to pivot to a mandated single use plug, no question from a user side, from my perspective, the Tesla plugs better. One downside of the Tesla plug up to this point, I should say, is it's only rated for 500 volts. But if we take a look over here, you'll see this is the 1000 volt configuration. There's a slightly different internal, uh, uh, I guess, uh, way that they're arranged and materials of the 500 volt to 1000 volt, but they actually are the same plug. They're intercompatible. 
And so it would make sense that we pretty much only see the thousand volt configuration uh, installed out in the public going forwards. Right. So Kyle, that's I good just, news. I want to jump in here. Page 11 of the release today, section 4.6 talks about vehicle to X, whether it's vehicle to load, vehicle to home, vehicle to grid. So it does support, um, you know, the bi-directional, the protocol um, Vehicle to X. Oh, right here. Very cool. Future versions of this specification will specify the functional requirements and specifications required to achieve vehicle to X power transfer. Also right. supports ISO 15118. Also supports auto charge because it's already in use now, which is what EVgo is using and developed. So really glad to see that. So that's great news. So right now I'm not really seeing any downside over a CCS connection other than the existing infrastructure in the U.S. has CCS plugs on it, but I think it's true that there are more Tesla connectors installed than there are CCS connectors. Oh yeah, by far, Kyle. It's like yep. it's like sixty-five thirty-five. Right. So it would. It's easier now. Is the time to go to Tesla if we're going to do it. I can get behind this thing, um, but it feels a little VHS versus Betamax, in my opinion. Um, here's another that question. More, that think- was more fifty-fifty back then. You weren't born yet. That, that was fifty-fifty. Tesla is by far. It has way more charging stations out there and there are way more cars that use it. It's just that it's it's a one-to-one versus a one-to-many. That's the difference. So let's continue on here. Do you think automakers would adopt the plug? Can it do bi-directional charging? Just wonder with any limitations. And so I don't know what automaker response will be to this. Of course, there's some that just want to go anti-Tesla. And then there's some that really embrace Tesla and look to them for the future. For example, I know Ford has been very open about saying Tesla is the leader, we're going after them. I wonder if they would go, you know, Ford would be probably the first American automaker I could think of to adopt this. Uh, And once you get one big one, I think it's just going to be a dominoes effect. Um, Here's another one. Isn't one of the advantages of CCS that it can charge at a higher rate and pull more amperage? Well, we just saw that Tesla said, if we look at this document over here down at the bottom, they said they've pulled 900 amps. Yeah. Let's take a look somewhere in here continuous which is really awesome so the maximum interface contact temperature should be 105 degrees celsius but they also say i don't know where it went somewhere in here it says you know no amperage limitation pull as much as you want they've seen 900 amps continuous and yeah it's um, up to the manufacturer as to how much they want to pull based on the car and based on the charging. So here we go. The North American charging standards shall specify no maximum current rating. Tesla has successfully operating NACS above 900 amps continuously with a non-liquid cooled vehicle inlet. Huge news right there. That means big power that we can expect to see, whether it's even for short duration or long. I like temperature controlled limitations more than arbitrary. You just can't go more than X, Y, Z. So I, I really agree with Tesla's method here. Uh, with specking this whole thing. Um, let's see, share all their patents with Tesla. You know, we can see, you know, there's a whole bunch of other things here. Um, another commenter here said that the Tesla connector is much easier to use and it's not close. Brandon Flash, who we've had on this show many times, says it's even more confusing for drivers. Um, I think in the short term, certainly, I think right now it's confusing for drivers. You have CCS, Chatamo, Tesla, we have systems like Chargeway that try and codify them into colors. You know, there's right. people are trying to educate, educate. If we just could agree on one, then it doesn't really matter. So but see, the thing is, Kyle, today's release, 
does not impact the consumer at all. Today's release is impacting all the corporations, the manufacturers of the charging stations, saying strategically, what are we going to do? And then if we decide to adopt this, how are we going to do it? It's years off. This announcement is a, it's a non-event for the consumer, in my opinion. Right. Calvin said VHS versus Betamax. That's awesome. Uh, Calvin's also been on this show, a good friend of mine. Um, You know, the thing is, um, yeah, zero and less OEM switch from CCS, which I think is unlikely. I sort of agree in the short term until one does it. If we get one big automaker, not Aptera, that's kind of off in the weeds, you know, small stuff. But if you see a Ford or a Daimler or or a Geely group say, hey, you know what? North American charging standard, thanks to Tesla for creating it, we're going to adopt it. I'm glad it doesn't have Tesla in the name because no one would adopt it then. And um, yeah, I think it's pretty great. So yeah, I, I, I hate to come back and harp on economics, but... Basically, what the the U.S. government, re, you know, unlocking billions of dollars in funding for the EV charging stations, what they didn't require is they didn't say it has to support CCS connector. It did require, though, that um, that these whatever the charging stations, um, they had to work from more. It had to support for, um, support from more than one manufacturer. Right. And so you say that. You know, the small manufacturers of the three world thousand mile range Aptera may not qualify, but it might. And and so I think this is look, two things, short term play. It's a grab for tax dollars so they can invest more in their in their infrastructure, which I think is a good thing. Um, Long term play manufacturers of both the charging units as well as the manufacturers of the cars now have a choice whether or not they choose to do it or not doesn't really matter to the consumer. What I'm looking for is the press release that says, okay, Dave, you can now go out and buy this adapter from Tesla and you can take your GV60 over to the V3 here on 95 in Darien, Connecticut, and you can plug in. That's what I'm looking for. That's going to impact my lifestyle. What we saw today has strategic implications. It has economic implications, but I don't think it impacts the consumer today. At least not today. I agree. It's going to take a few years for this to trickle down into something reasonable. But what I really was hoping to see alongside of this is that adapter that would be like, oh, by the way, anyone can use the supercharger. Me too. That's what I was looking for. I was looking, I don't see it. Where is it? Right. Yep. Well, time will tell, but I know this is a controversial topic. I am very mixed. I am hopeful we can all agree on a standard. Personally, I prefer the Tesla plug. If there's ever a chance, like I said, today is the best possible time to do it because tomorrow there's more cars sold with CCS and more infrastructure going in with CCS. The nice thing is this doesn't mean we need to rip out existing infrastructure. It means that on some of those dual post units, you could put a Tesla plug and you could put a CCS plug and you can just code the chargers to handle the communication to do that differently. It's no big technical problem. There's no big infrastructure problem here. It is purely the end plug that we're talking about here. And um, I'd be curious to see what other charging companies think about this. We were speaking to uh, Jonathan Levy from EVgo this morning on the Inside EVs podcast, who's great. And, um, you know, we we didn't bring this up because this didn't launch, but I would be so curious to see what their thoughts are. You know what? You know what I would love to see is rather than a manufacturer making a bet, I'd love for them to hedge. Okay. And I'd love for them to put, in addition to the CCS charging port on their cars, throw a Tesla charging port on their car as well. That's what I'd love to see. And then yeah, let well, me choose. 
Yep, time will tell. That'll be interesting. I think we'll see that mostly. How much more money would that cost? $1,000, $500? It could be an option potentially, right? uh, at least to start to dip their toes in the water. So we'll see how this all plays out. I would love to hear what our viewers think in the comments below. I totally agree with you, Dad. I think it's definitely financial driven, financially driven. Um, But also, I wonder if anyone's going to catch on. That's the big telltale. If no one, if no big automaker goes with this, then- the argument's done. It's just never going to happen. We're, it's going to be Tesla versus CCS for years to come until or Tesla just, makes the it's switch. It's the adapter game, right? It's the adapter game then at that point. If Tesla will allow supercharging with an adapter, we'll see. I think they will. I do too. Yep. Cool. Well, thanks for watching another Out of Spec podcast. Thanks for educating us on this news today, Dad. And um, we'll see what happens. I'm off to <laughs> Dogs are barking. We're ending the show. (laughs) See you later. Uh See you later. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.